Well, hello, once again, you have found a Texas Steampunk Connection, broadcasting to you throughout the multiverse, Steamverse, from our various bunkers and airships. With me, as always, is Fax, Gentleman Adventurer. Hello, hello. <laughs> with me is Jack from Steam Chest. Hello. <laughs> and we have with us today, Master Blue Stocking from <laughs> Steampunk Dollhouse Podcast. So once again, we are here to talk, oh, probably about Steampunk, most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Welcome to the Texas Steampunk Connection, everybody. We're already joined by Mick, Chris, uh, Kitty, and Rita. Hey, you guys, thanks for thanks for joining us on this Tuesday evening. How's everybody doing? We have been talking about uh, the weather uh, because it's it's always the topic of conversation here in Texas. I mean, yeah. it's not boring like it is in other places. <laughs> you know what, though? I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> like when I was living up in, in Maryland, it was funny because if a thunderstorm happened, like, oh my gosh, did you hear that one clap of thunder we had that was very un uninspiring for what I would consider from, you know, actual thunder. And if the rain doesn't fall immediately straight down, like I know Mick probably, I know he's up in that area, but the people I talked to in Maryland in Owings Mills were always like, Oh my God, the, the rain's not falling straight down. But uh, yeah, however, I do understand the fact that y'all seasons go in a very set format. You have yeah. Easter as a season. <laughs> But that's after the, the glaciers have receded, then it's Easter all of a sudden. And this is August because there's still ice in the middle of August. I don't know. <laughs> that, that was the weirdest year that I was up there, but uh, it was fun. Yeah, there's something to be said for continuity with your seasons. That's the only thing I miss about Pennsylvania was the... Yeah. yeah, at least I knew it was kind of like being happen. waterboarded, stuck in a room, having the lights come on and off at random times. It's like being interrogated. <laughs> but hey, we needed the rain, you know, so. Oh, we got it. Oh, we, yes, we, got, we got it. it. Our Man, lights got are going to be fantastic. Actually, um, the local weather guy posted something about that. Some of the lakes are back up where they should be, but some of them are going to need a hell of a lot more rain before they they get back up so yeah some of them are up but it's it's been so bad i mean we had sprinkles here over the last few months but not like this not like we've had the last you know four or five days so. somebody posted on social media today that like travis it's not it hasn't moved it's still the same the same level as it was before the rain so i don't know how that works i, I don't have a clue um but you're uh cable your internet went out for a few hours today uh yeah apparently frontier in the entirety of denton just was gone because matt messaged me um, when i was out doing when i was out working and he said that his and because my sister-in-law lives next door and they're so uh, both of our houses were out and so i you know i was trying to do the chat with frontier which was pointless and useless but yeah i started poking around and then my best friend who lives uh about 20 minutes away at the other end of Denton. And she came on, she's like, I got home and I have no internet. I'm like, yeah, nobody in Denton does. <laughs> it's so just gone for all of us. Was that because of the raining? And they didn't say. No tell. I mean, okay. Probably could have been. Like I said, it's been wild here, but I haven't heard about any like catastrophic flooding and we never lost power or anything like that. So I don't, but Frontier's not usually too bad. We've had it for four years and it's usually pretty good. So I don't know. Well, they got you back up pretty quick, so I'm glad you're here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been a 
been a week. It was scary not being able to text you on a hard line <laughs> for three hours. We had to go on that buggy wife buggy wireless cellular thing. It's terrible. We could have missed a we could have missed a packet or three. Well, it's all good. It's all okay. Anything else happened last two weeks? Oh, I, I guess uh, Rita and Lawrence are, are tuned in. So I hope you guys uh, haven't had any emergencies. You're up in, near the Dallas area, but uh, you guys doing all right? They'll, they'll respond quickly. They'll after. respond. We'll talk about it when they respond. Yes. <laughs> we're just here waiting patiently to make sure they actually you know, text yeah. something back. Anything else uh, going on? Plano got very little rain. Oh. Well, wow. that's all right, because it rained north of you. And if I know anything about maps, rain always falls, will slide down. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Exactly how that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already talked plenty about my last two weeks. Yeah. Long story short, my best friend of 14 years passed away on Friday. My baby boy, so. I'm sorry. That, well, that's yeah. really rough. It, you know, it would have been better if the vet hadn't given us so much hope and then 12 hours later, but, you know, it is what it is. I understand that. Uh, we had that with our last puppy. We're dealing with it. And Brax is finally starting to cotton on to the fact that his buddy's gone. Gigi hated Brax, but Brax really wanted to love Gigi and take care of him. And so he's been laying down by the, the empty carrier in the, in the living room. So, yeah. To be clear, Gigi is a cat. Gigi was my little baby boy. My, he is a black cat. I had him for 14 years. I got him when he was five weeks old in Pennsylvania. And yeah, he was with me. Brax, we got uh, two years later. And they live mostly separate lives. They didn't really, but it's been weird. It's, you know, you don't realize how many things that they're involved in in your life until. So yeah. we're dealing with the holes, but that's why it's a red wine week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're back we're on the red that, wine. Okay. Yeah, we're back on the red wine for a while. Uh, <laughs> uh, the what type of red wine are you drinking? That would be the apothic, what I always drink. <laughs> of course. We're back. It's that season again. Mm -hmm. It's no longer death and have to drink something else. Yeah. Something so. ice cold. How's everyone else's last two weeks been? Well, my child tried to split his head open. Oh, wait, didn't? Is that new or didn't that happen? Well, I guess it's three weeks now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's like again. <laughs> yeah, taking after his old man. Uh, uh, no, we got the stitches off, and it looks really nice. And so it's going to heal perfectly. I don't think we're going to see it again after like it. So good. But I got the wonderful, gory pictures to remind myself of a terrible moment as a parent. Hey, it happens. Uh, it looks worse than it is. I cracked my head open so many times. Head wounds always look terrible. You're okay. Yeah, I stabbed myself in the back of the leg with a garden stake when I was a kid. And <laughs> I was, it was when the, the Winter Olympics had been on, and I was trying to ski down my slide. Oh, with garden on your slide. <laughs> Just went right into my leg. Ooh. My mom was a nursing student at the time, so <laughs> she took care. She butterflied it. Yeah. Like yeah. Tetanus shots and butterflying it. Yeah, and then, you know, the scar finally went away after, I don't know, but yeah, and I, I lied too. I went in the house. I'm like, I cut it on a rock because I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> My dad was like, well, where's the rock so I can move? I'm like, I threw it out into the field. <laughs> When I talked to my mom about it later, she was like, we knew you were lying. We found the blood on the stake. Jesus. <laughs> well, I was like, I don't know. 
Winter Olympics 80, so I would have been four, maybe. I don't know. Whenever the Winter Olympics were, but yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the bad decisions we make. <laughs> My brother still has a big scar across his forehead from when he was four. He grabbed the side of an, uh, it was a glass tabletop oh, no. in my dad's office and it was right when they just got done opening the office they hadn't moved the bottom of the, like, the glass inset uh into like a wire frame so he just had it sitting on two like um word for it, uh, like file folder cabinets the, the ones with only the two drawers and his balloon went under there he grabs the edge of it like goes under and it just slides back and like pins his head to the wall oh and uh yeah he's fine damn yeah, walk it off. Yeah, <laughs> rub I mean, some dirt know, in it. Walk head, it off. Head wouldn't bleed a lot. It's fine, <laughs> but I mean, it, it was it was a nice sized scar. It wasn't, it wasn't like the you know little tiny one my my kid. Well, the little tiny one it will be, or the little one I got last. You know, within the current pandemic, the head wounds seem to be part of the season lately. We have to be more careful. Totally Dax got hit about the same time I did. It was like within a month. Your head wound, wasn't it? Oh, uh, well, that was. My last head wound was a year ago. <laughs> My last uh, head wound. Two, two years ago? It's two years now. <laughs> Good Lord, two years ago? I've been in that belt a long time. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to two years into your two-week pandemic. I, uh, I was out behind my house in a creek, and there was a slippery spot in the uh, limestone. My feet just slipped out from under me. Like, you know, went straight back, landed on the back of my head. Uh, I was very concussed, and Gore was yeah reading out, you know, all the good things. Uh, Erica took me to the uh, first. She took me to that minor emergency center yeah. rather than the actual emergency room, and they looked at it and said, "Oh no, we can't do that." Whoa, really? <laughs> You're gonna have to go up the street. Damn. <laughs> See, mine was like my my emergency care uh, was like, "Yeah, we can use the glue on you." <laughs> And so, you know, mine was a blunt force contusion versus a cut. A so limestone was, rock. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was like being hit in the head with I was hitting the head with a post. <sighs> and so, yeah, it was that was fun. But uh, yeah, so Jeff, what are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking a bit of this uh, 1835. It is the cinnamon, the cinnamon whiskey. Cinnamon whiskin. Cinnamon whiskin. You're almost. Oh, and how much have you had? I mean, it's almost gone. <laughs> of course, I've had this bottle for a year now, so we're down to like just the little dragon bits. It's kind of sad. I like. <sighs> and what do you got, Thax? I have Mighty Swell Tiger's Blood Spiked Seltzer. I have uh, I have not found a seltzer that I have enjoyed yet. But uh, Erica brought these home, and I figured, oh, I'll give it a shot. If you don't like it, this you is, just hand it to wait, her. Wait, is this the first time you haven't tried it yet? Nope, haven't tried it yet. I'm glad we're recording. That's why this is a great show. Yeah, I'm glad we're recording this. Go ahead. <laughs> Doing it live. <laughs> well, it didn't come back out. It tastes like cough syrup. <laughs> kind of the cherry flavor. Is that good or bad? <laughs> I don't think that's a good one. I don't think he likes cherry no, flavor. There's the, <laughs> the face is curling up. It, Look at his, every one of these seltzers has sort of this. Mustache is curling up. <laughs> every one of these seltzers kind of has this bitter. That's why I don't like them. Undertone that is just. You got to find the other day. It just kind of sticks in your tongue. You guys yeah. remember Zima? Yes. Yes, I was a yes. yes. I started drinking. For all the hate 
for all the hate you've ever heard of Zima, it's better than any seltzer. I like seltzer that I've had. <laughs> Bring back Zima and and ditch these hard seltzers. I don't understand. The dogs agree. They agree. Um, I don't have any with me tonight, but I do have to tell you at Harvest House, um, they have, and I'm trying to find it. I think it's the Denton County Brewing Company has a London Fog beer. It is like Earl Grey tea in beer. You got the bergamot and all. Oh my God. It is so good. And they were out. <laughs> they were out when I got, went today, but yeah, no. it is. yes, yes. It is really, really good. Yeah. So, so. when we come up there. Well, I'm trying to find it. I'm going to ask them tomorrow. I was going to get some today, and then you know, so I'm going to ask them tomorrow exactly where it came from and if I can get my hands on some because it was excellent. Yeah, I don't usually go for the weird beers. That kind, yeah, the weird beers like Thax does, but <laughs> this one I couldn't resist. So my yeah, HEB is just not as cool as his. <laughs> I have to go to like the Bastrop HEB or something and find better stuff. Oh yeah, out in Elgin, I'm that doesn't surprise me. But we there. got. We have a Walmart that's half the size it needs to be. We have an HEB that's half the size it needs to be now. So they're trying to carry as much as they can of just the normal essentials. And you have to go to both stores because they've kind of gotten to this point where one will carry some things, the other one won't. So you have to go to both to get your shopping list. <laughs> then we also have like a Pinky's Liquor. Not Pinky's. Um, Specs. 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 Okay. Sorry. Pinky's is, I'll always forever think the box store for alcohol is that because Lubbock only had like those outside of outside of town but um uh and it's got cool stuff in there but not for prices you can pay for right now and a lot of their stuff hasn't been able to be restocked of the weird stuff so yeah like i can find here's another different type of you know gin why would i go for anything other than like <laughs> bombay sapphire <laughs> but uh so yeah we have some meads and things They're, they they think they're pretty expensive so needs, needs get a little pricey. They get yeah. real expensive. Yeah, yeah. Like fourteen dollars for less than ten ounces. Woo. Yeah, they have some at Harvest House. They have a couple usually, and they're duper expensive and really high uh, percentage. Yeah. Really high, like nineteen percent. Yeah, no, they're yeah they serve you like this, much. but they'd be excellent. It's just they're made back here, and I I think they sell a lot of it at the at the oh, uh, like Sherwood Sherwood Forest Fair. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so they know they're going to have the demand whether or not it's sold locally at other stores, so they can kind of have a higher price. Because when you go to Sherwood Forest, you're going to have mead because unless you're going to carry a Bud Light around with you. <laughs> I mean that, and also according to my husband, Elgin has the best barbecue sausage available. So. Well, we got two major sausage places here because <laughs> we can't just have one. Uh, we have Myers Barbecue and we have Southside, and both of like. They both are like award-winning, and Southside is considered to be the, the, the superior barbecue place in town. I like both for different reasons. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to probably get shot saying that in this town because it's you either like one or the other. It's so polarized here. Like the sausage wars. So, the jalapeno cheddar one from Southside is far superior. That one is. However, if I want anything other than that, I like kind of the Myers take on a lot of their stuff. And but yeah, it depends on what how you. It's weird having what shade of barbecue are you into today? <laughs> it's like I'm just used to doing my own barbecue or going to the barbecue place. Not I have too many options now. I don't want to do any of it. Too many barbecue options. I have too many barbecue options. <laughs> so spoiled. Yeah, Myers distributes 
to the HEBs here in town. So uh, I get their sausage quite often. It's real nice. You also probably get Southside too. They both probably. Um, <laughs> it's funny because when I go through Elgin, I stop at Southside. Yeah, because it's it's right there. <laughs> it's the first thing you run into. Uh, thinks about going further into town for barbecue. So uh, you, you can't go wrong. Nope. It's I either either side. If you're, if you're coming into Elgin, you're going to run into barbecue. If you're leaving Elgin, you're going to find more barbecue. So either way you go, you're good for barbecue. <laughs> Get you coming and going. <laughs> we, we like you basted and smoked, apparently. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> oh, what happened? And we have decent Mexican. It was a good Mexican I've restaurant. I've lost my... You okay, Thax? Someone's beating him at his game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Apparently there's more than one way to mute a screen, and I picked the wrong way. <laughs> All right. Let's get into steampunk, because that's what we're here for, I guess. Uh, I, I, I want to mention, starting out here, uh, I've often mentioned the Steampunk Explorer website mm-hmm. for uh, uh, checking out steampunk stuff in the past and often we get our you know things we find through their their newsletters they have started a youtube channel uh with just sort of episodes of of you know the latest kind of like us uh interviews and uh event updates but they're more scripted (laughs) and maybe more professional than us (laughs) but definitely worth checking out uh, we are so professional. We have subscribers. We also have Patreon people. Like, like you don't get any more professional than that. We are we are self employed. Right we are here. spontaneous yeah. and delightful. And Thank sponsored. You. <laughs> we have a, we have a business. Steam Chest sponsors us. <laughs> really? Does that count as nepotism? I'm not really sure. <laughs> you know, no, it does not because that's how you do things. <laughs> Jeez. When I came into this relationship with the original cast mm-hmm. of this of this wonderful radio station, I was saying, <laughs> "I'm here to sell things," and they're like, "Cool." That was it. He's <laughs> walking to PonCon, and he's just here. How often have I mentioned Steam Chest in the last year? <laughs> Hardly ever. You know what? Other really? people mention it more than I do. And you know what? I'm on this. Like, well, I'm now on my little soapbox. <laughs> I'm finally getting it back together. It's it's about to leave. We have a box coming out again. So those of you who are interested. Or those of you who already are already paying me, it's coming. So feel better now. I'm good. I'm good now. <laughs> Let's get into homework. Sort of theme punk. I'm trying to put it off. Are you bringing to our show? God help us. Well, I'll start with mine. I'm gonna send the links over to y'all in the chat and the so y'all can post them because I still have trouble. I can't. So what I want to talk about is a little town that my husband found called Omaru. I don't know if y'all have talked about this before. It is in New Zealand and it is a steampunk place. Um, Apparently it's got a lot of uh, Victorian architecture still extant in the town. And so it has become a great, big steampunk gathering place they've got two specific steampunk galleries the liberatory and the steampunk hq um and yeah there's one of those links is for um let's see one of the links i sent y'all is for the there's a video on youtube it's called somewhere street omaro new zealand and it's a 48 minute video that just shows you all about the town but the architecture is gorgeous the town is really interesting 
and it's just at somewhere street it seems to be the specific um specifically where a lot of people where a lot of the steampunks will congregate but that's where the galleries are i was watching the video earlier and there's places where you can you know rent the costumes and get your pictures taken so that and i didn't ask him where he found it but yeah if you read about it there's just there's so much going on and it is Oh, yeah, in August 2016, it made it into the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest gathering of steampunks in the world. So it is super cool. Yeah, the That's steampunk H- HQ. Okay. Yeah, the steampunk HQ. Yeah. And then the, the link that was next to it for the Liberatory, that's also a steampunk gallery. Oh, it doesn't tell me nearly as much. It doesn't tell you as much, but it's tantalizing. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, like I said, there's a video, uh, Somewhere Street, and you can find it on um, YouTube. And that goes through the whole, the town and shows you all the different sites. There's a dude on a, a let's see, in about uh, 20 minutes in, there's a dude with a penny farthing just kind of hanging out in the street. So <laughs> That's actually, this, is this the place that won the world, like Guinness Book of World Record for largest steampunk gathering? They, because yeah. they paid I for them. I literally to just said that like two minutes ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I knew that before. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> I've heard of someplace. I, I don't know. <laughs> I got also stuck on the fact they have a snowblower you know, train. So I was like, they have everything awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, like, one day we should make a pilgrimage <laughs> when we have enough money to go all the way to all the way around the world. We can hang out, do all the cool things for like all the Lord of the Rings things, meet Stephen Colbert, because apparently he's there like every other weekend. And <laughs> Go to the steampunk thing. Oh, yeah. My husband just said, um, there's a couple that he watches on YouTube that they're just sailing around the world. And apparently, um, they that's where he found out about it because they're holed up someplace right now getting a new boat built. They're living our dream, what we want to do. Yeah. I a, number new of, a number of folks on YouTube were trying to live that dream. And mostly <laughs> it's just how to repair my boat videos. <laughs> Welcome to owning a boat. It's well, these people apparently have money into. quite a bit of money because they're getting a brand new one built. So that's why they're holed up, I guess, in New Zealand for a while. I guess yeah. YouTube's paying the bills. Good for them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, people people like, you know, my husband loves them. He just keeps watching that stuff. So, you know, so, yeah, that's how we found out about it. And I don't know. It looks like fun, you know. To get the, uh, the satellite dish from Elon Musk, you could live stream oh. the entire time. Mm, Musk. Yeah, turns out um, he's buying a house. Um, my coworker is selling her property, and apparently, the president of the Boring Company is purchasing the house. And it turns out, guess who the president of the Boring Company is? Oh, yeah. So Elon Somebody Musk is right. literally buying my coworker who works like five feet from me's house. I'm just saying, some people are born to be supervillains, and with a name like that, <laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's. I hope she's soaking him for all he's worth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for all the house he's worth anyway. I mean, yeah, she's she's selling all the property and everything. They're they're making a, they're making a good profit on. It. Nice. And so yeah, but their plan is though is they're buying all the land around it too. So they're making a complex for everybody for the boring company. So right. basically, okay, what's the what's the company name? The boring company. Like, it's his company for boring holes in the ground for like making the <laughs> underground subterranean train. Yeah, they're <laughs> also the ones that came up with the flamethrower. Because he has a sense of humor. <laughs> it's like, why are you calling it the boring company? Why is it boring? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because when you when you name a company around an idea and you wanted to also be cheeky about it, so then you can also make other products like the boring company's flamethrower. 
It just sounds utterly terrible and stupid and fun. <laughs> it's a boring old flamethrower. <laughs> it's just the boring flamethrower. I want the exciting flamethrower. Well, you got to come up with a company name exciting. Spaceballs the lunchbox. <laughs> Spaceballs the breakfast cereal. Spaceballs the flamethrower. Oh, kids love these. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my homework. <laughs> Very nice. Awesome. I'm going to look more into yeah. Omaru in uh, the rest of the week. Just to well, see I also had to watch the video to see how to pronounce it because I wasn't sure. <laughs> the, uh, the narration in the video, it's a little weird because it's it looks like it's at the videos out of Japan, but it was re it was dubbed with a bland, you know, American English accent. And she's just like, and now we're on somewhere street. Look, there's people in Victorian attire. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. that, uh, how she thinks too. Look, that's just random. All right. This is not something that happens every day. Right. Right. Well, in like, there's pauses. Like when people are, answering questions there's like really weird pauses so it's like maybe it was coming through a translator and then it was all dubbed later with you know the chipper lady so that's a little <laughs> a little disconcerting but it's still it's interesting yeah someday maybe we'll take a pilgrimage take texas steampunk to new zealand <laughs> that would be cool <laughs> yeah. more people need to sign up for that patreon we, we would we would live stream often. We were there. Yes, for, your, for you. We would make Goat sure you felt like you all were the there time. with us. <laughs> We've just discovered a very rare bit of audio from former Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Let's have a listen. I, Winston Churchill, wholeheartedly believe that the Clockwork Cabaret is the finest example of steampunk radio programming. Never before have I heard anything quite so marvelous. And I doubt I shall ever hear anything like it again. Calpurnia, continue on your journey, broadcasting your marvelous music, and sail on to glory! If you would like to find out more about this program, please check out clockworkcabaret.com or clockworkcabaret.podbean.com or follow us on Twitter at clockworkcabaret. That's C-L-O-C-K-W-R-K cabaret. All right, well, who else has homework? Let's see. I, I have homework. <laughs> I, I did homework. I did. So, are you ready to present the homework, or do you need a minute? Did the dog um, eat your homework? Well, this is new to me. It's not new to the internet or anybody, apparently. But because um, I was looking at it, going, I have not heard of this, but I want to read these books. And so, what? Man, ah, no. Uh oh. Right, here we are. No, we're good. We're good. And I got moving around. So. I was clicking around and I'm like, I, I, wanna, I want some more books because I am going to start building my Christmas list of like things I want to get to read. And I ran across um, Cherry Priest, which anybody who's read. Yeah. Yeah. So you're already I can tell you you already making noises, but I didn't know she was already like four books, four, four books ish, at least the Clockwork Century series. There's like six, I think. Yeah. Well, I just realized when I'm looking at this thing, it says December 28th, 2012. Yep. So I'm a little I, behind. I presented a paper on the okay, first book. So yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm not the one to talk about it then. <laughs> no, no. Did you have you read I any of them? Have have no, have you, you read any that? of them? I have not. I oh, okay. Because I, I thought you... look for like complete series. Because if I like the first book, I will buy out the rest of. That's how I work. I can't. Yes. I'm already. I'm already waiting for Harry Dresden to do his one book every three years to five years to whenever he feels like writing one now. To the point where I can't wait. I gotta like go back 
every couple of months or years and reread all of those again. I know. I, I even that. hear he's coming out with another. And if he does, and I don't have time to read the whole series beforehand, I'm going to be pissed. I'll be behind. That's how it works. Anyway, so I look. I'm looking at this. It looks really cool. Um, of course, this one's talking about the fourth book, so it doesn't go into any like major, major. Um, like plot lines or anything, but they, she does. They, the, the author of this article does say that they, it goes, it, it moves faster than some of the previous previous books because she doesn't have to rebuild the world for you to understand it. It's you, you know what she's talking about. You know what the characters are doing. Um, all the characters, it's kind of like the characters are living multiple different, but there's no like big overarching, you know, must take the ring to Mordor plot, but all the characters are slowly like piecing together kind of, it's starting to sound kind of like man in the high castle in its own right. There's like a whole, like a big thing going on, like way in the distance. And there's like these little puzzle pieces that you're going to pick up on, but they have no clue what it are because you don't know about the other storylines going on. And I don't know. It sounds, it, it sounds like fairly smart fiction and it's hard to find smart fiction. Um, and so I highly I'm going to be reading these, and then I'll, I'll have to give a paper on. Them. Shut up! <laughs> no, the cool thing about her, all of the books they focus on when, like, each one has a particular invention, mm-hmm. and what she did, she found the, those are all based on real inventions that were patented in the 19th century. Okay, that she found in you know different patent records. So everything, like, I think the fourth book is Ganymede. I think it's about the submersible. There really was. They really did try to make a submer- submersible oh, yeah. during the yeah during the Civil War, and it kept you know, sinking and flooding. They got one or two to kind of work and it killed everybody aboard every time they used it, you know, but yeah, think a boat or three. Yeah. So all of the inventions that are, you know, the, the, the focal point of each book, they were based on very real patents that people tried to tried to make work and didn't quite, but in steampunk world. Yeah. So yeah, hers, I liked hers because it's American steampunk. It's not based on the Victorian, you know, ideal. And there's a lot of really good female characters in it. So yeah. Mm. You got to let me know when you when you dive okay. into him. Yeah. Oh wow! I just pulled up like her body of work. Oh, she writes a lot. Yeah. You're gonna be re- reading a while. <laughs> well, the Clockwork Century is a specific. Yeah, she writes a lot, but the Clockwork Century, I think it's six books for just that specific series. So yeah. One, two, three, five, seven, eight. Good. I is like the long series. It's been a long time. Yeah, me too. It's been a long Bone time. Shaker, Red Knot, Clementine, Ganymede, Tanglefoot, The Inexplicables, Fiddlehead, Jacaranda. I don't know if I'm pronouncing those correctly. Some of those, I think Tanglefoot and Jacaranda, I think those are um, novellas or short stories. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that makes it a little easier. All right. Yeah, yeah it cuts out two books. <laughs> I mean, they're still, you know, it still helps. I'll to... read them. It's just, it, it's, it's not. <laughs> they're not part the of the evening. main series. Well, yeah. I can read a 350 page book in an evening if I, if I'm really, and (laughs) I have no interruptions, which is not something that's happened in about nine and a half years. So um, between animals and children, it's and and wives. I can't do that now, but I could definitely do it on a Friday when I had nothing better to do. Same. Yeah. So yeah, I'm so excited. I can't wait to, I was trying not to do my accounting homework. One or the other. (laughs) (sighs) I wish I could do that. You guys have a superpower reading book. Um, quickly. For me, it was hiding away from the yeah. You know, because when I get when there's a lot things a lot going on and I start to get into the the thought spirals, there's only the only thing I can do is read. That's the only thing that takes me out of my thought spirals. Watching TV doesn't do it. I have when, to have the words. Yeah. When I can get into it and my brain starts like removing the, the like the small words, it's like 
It's like those mm -hmm. little like flicker reels when you like start spinning it up. It's like it's slow and you see each individual thing, but when you speed it up fast enough, it's a moving picture. My, and I don't actually have to read anymore. My brain just immediately takes over and I can read. And do you have, have ADHD, Jack? Oh yeah, I'm sure I do. I was gonna say that's it. And <laughs> that's I, I, my wife, reading, my wife yeah. explained some things to me. I'm like, I can hyper focus, and I thought mm -hmm. that was a normal thing. I thought focusing was good for people. Apparently, well, and the the power not. skimming too when you read that. Oh yeah, no, that's terrible. Yeah. My my, I've always my, done my that. brain is very much it's it's like guessing which word is next. I'm like mm -hmm. I'm, I feel like those AIs that are stupid when they're trying to like <laughs> estimate what you're going to say next because it's like it's very much like that moment of we can finish each other's own sandwiches. No, um, um, damn, <laughs> my brain's just yeah. like it's like I have like a whole bunch of little neurons with like placards and cards and like I'm looking for that one word. This one little neuron's running from like the back file room, going I got it right here. All the train that. But um, but you know the fun part is that when you reread a book, you find stuff that you didn't catch the first oh, yeah. time. Oh, I do. <laughs> it's like one reason I don't mind ever reading, reading it new like, all over again, over and over and over, because I'm like, oh, it's it's safe, <laughs> and I'm yeah. always happy with it, and the jokes are just like almost new every time, and I know yep. they're coming too. Like oh, I know this joke. Yep. But uh, I totally didn't catch that the first twelve times I read this book. <laughs> there, you know, the older I've gotten to. And more life experience that are happening to me. I'm like, ah, I'm getting, I'm understanding this from another flavor of you know, angle here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, speaking of that, before I move on, I wanted to ask Dax, um, what are you talking about this evening? Because I was going to at least mention the fact that we, if you, if you haven't seen the Sandman on Netflix, you should watch the Sandman on Netflix. <laughs> no, I was not going to talk about Sandman because I couldn't make that become steampunk. But Yes, it's so you, good. everybody freaking needs to see it. <laughs> okay, I'm. I've. I got three more episodes. Um, but yeah, yeah. How many fully yeah, including the one that was just released last weekend? Um, I'm trying to think. We met his sister and went through the diner, which was a really interesting one. That was yeah. That, that was really well done. That was. Wild. Apparently, I was talking to my good friend on that one, and he's like, they stuck pretty true to the what, um, yeah. to the book on that mm -hmm. I mean, a couple characters had their had that you know had it altered but for the better for tv um mainly the the lady in the car but um oh god i want to see the rest of it and i can't I, mm. I still haven't watched the last there are the new the, the two that they just dropped i just okay. yeah so, the cat i couldn't watch the cat thing the, the last yet, the two so. that they just dropped is our one episode yeah with two stories in it okay Oh, but, uh, they're good stories, and uh, when you're ready, uh, it, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah, I, it makes me want to go back and watch Good Omens, which is a fan. They also Neil Gaiman, 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 German, I think. Garmin, how you want to pronounce his name? Neil, Neil, I, I I guy, Neil. I like Neil, Neil's good, Neil G, <laughs> NG. Neil G, uh, okay. yeah, so I was uh, okay. <laughs> go on, I'm sorry, you I'm ready sorry. for my report because. I, I can't wait to tell you. <laughs> Sometimes, like, when we're getting ready for their show, we have to, like, do some research, kind of, like, look around to see if there's something cool to talk about. Really? And that's the thing we do? But, well, sometimes, sometimes. I do. I'm and kidding. then sometimes the thing forces itself upon me. It's like, look at this! Like, wah, wah. this is one of those times. <laughs> it's one of those weird times. Let me... Let me start. This kind of be kind of visual, so I'm going to have to verbally uh, describe it. Let's see. Do do. Starts with this guy. Okay. <laughs> Has anybody seen this guy before? CC Razzini. CC no. 
uh, Pazzini. Pazzini. Yes. Okay, yeah. So he's this long haired, uh, he's got a top hat and, and goggles and a waistcoat and a proper overcoat of many strange colors. And he's got a fantastic mustache. And I saw this guy in a, in an email ad for CC's pizza. (laughs) (laughs) They've caught on. It's taken him 10 years, but they've caught on. CC's pizza is presenting itself as steampunk now. Yeah. They're a little, a little behind the, and at first, I was just like, okay, this is something funny. I'll just mention it, and then I'll actually have a report about something else. Uh, but I, as I dug into it, it just gets more and weird, more what? interesting. He has his own little uh, flying contraption. Um, and these are a couple of just still shots from the commercial. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely, they're definitely trying to be steampunk. What? His little outfit and his machine and they've got a little blurb i'm on his website the, it's the curious story of cc pazzini um and there he is flying over pizza why i don't know he's pizza <laughs> what is happening right now <laughs> I, am, I am amazed horrified and yet i can't yeah, yeah. look away <laughs> let, let me read the the the, the backstory because he's a character with a backstory God. many of years people. ago in a place called Little Italy. The owner of a pizzeria went to open shop one morning and found a teeny tiny basket on his doorstep. In that basket was a teeny tiny baby. (laughs) The man's name was Papa Pizzini and luckily for the little one, Papa had a really big heart. He took the child in and raised him as his own. Cosmo Colusio, CC for short, grew up working alongside Papa Pizzini in the pizzeria. Although he mysteriously never grew more than four inches tall, because perhaps because he was so small, he saw the world differently. He always wanted, he was always inventing new pizzas and curious contraptions that let him bounce, wheel, and fly around the kitchen just as fast as Papa. What the heck? This is like this is like a fever dream. I don't understand. And this is way too much of this whiskey. This is how they segue into. CC's Pizza has all these weird pizzas, like macaroni and cheese pizza, Which or whatever. Revolting. But this this diminutive steampunk them. man is making them for you. Because steampunk is the endless wonder. I have no. No, because steampunk is adventure. Whether it's good or not, it's adventure. Because they hired somebody in marketing that is a steampunk person, and he's like, "Hey, I have a great idea. We have a tap. Okay. We have a market. We haven't tapped yet." <laughs> okay, so. Even then, I just thought this was a weird little story that I was going to mention, but it gets deeper. Oh no! <laughs> you can see how deep the rabbit hole goes. If 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 there are any big fans of Walt Disney World listening now, I was not, and so this was new news to me. This character, I'm changing the, is called the Dreamfinder. This is this is a, a still shot, a, a, a photograph from the ride. In on Disney World, of this other guy with a top hat and a long red hair and a beard and goggles and a weird flying machine, and he's in his uh, suit and and he looks an awful lot like CC Pazzini. 
or at least that's the argument. So do we have what some plagiarism think? going on? Wait, is there a lawsuit? <laughs> uh, not, not that I'm aware of. No way you'd be able to say he's got a top hat and goggles where all, all of a sudden like 90% of the people <laughs> I know are now within like... It is di- I mean, it's Disney, so it's not it's, out of the realm of possibility. Very, very colorful uh, suit and waistcoat, um, and he's got his own wacky flying machine. That's not quite the same, but there have been people making uh, parallels to these two. Um, they, Disney was retired; has retired this character, okay. uh, the Dreamfinder. But uh, you see this little dragon in the back here. Uh, that you might... I've even recognized him, although I didn't know who he was. That character is named Figment, and uh, Marvel put out a comic book in, I think it was 2014, with the same characters, trying to, you know, reintroduce he's a little the more, Finder. He's a little more dashing in, the, <laughs> in that picture. Yeah, he looks younger. He's got a good shave. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, these two uh, very similar characters... Um, I found an article on piratesandprincesses.net Ooh, that, uh, where I stole some of these pictures that, that <laughs> it's making the argument that these two uh, characters uh, look awfully, awfully familiar or awfully similar. Uh, okay. And that's the part where I went, wow, this is weird. This is super weird. I got to talk about it. Is CC owned <laughs> by Disney or Marvel? That guy looks like the I king. do not believe there is an ownership connection between CC's Pizza and Walt Disney. I don't think. Well, if they have any problems to say, I think Burger King should sue that picture right there. <laughs> that's the that's the same big smile and like mane of hair that the Burger King dude has. Maybe but the Burger King is the dream finder. Oh. <laughs> Maybe Figment became a burger. And then suddenly one of us gets cut off because we know too much and Disney's taking us out. <laughs> and then our, our show disappears forever. You found the truth. Oh no. We found the truth. So you guys don't remember that any of those characters? No, but either. I never went to Disney World. No, I, I haven't either. Yeah. It's not really my bag, but I have friends, like real adult grown-up friends who enjoy going to Disney World on the yeah, regular? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I love a, you know, a Disney cartoon. I grew up on them, I and I actually, for a long time, I wanted to do the Disney Cruise until I figured, found out that cruises are can be a little iffy. But no, I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could talk about cruises all night. Uh, I've never been on a Disney cruise, but I've been on a few, and I have had a great time. I have heard that. I have also heard other things about cruises gone wrong. So. <laughs> I've been on a few cruises. Never been on a Disney one. I will admit, I don't know if I'll ever cruise again, at least not for the foreseeable future. Because uh, eh, apparently a lot of them failed a lot of health checks lately. And I'm That's, just like... But, no, I don't have anything. I know lots, but a lot, a lot of adults that have a, that Disney's their jam. But I just, that, I don't, I don't know the minutia of Disney. I know the cartoons and, you know, yeah. That thing I've never seen before, ever, <laughs> and now I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> that should knock me out of my thought spirals. Thank you. <laughs> Which one, the CC's Pizza commercial or the the whole character? Because he's reminding of that. He's remind. Yeah, he's he's like the all the. <laughs> it's like somebody put a top hat on the king. You just need to put the crown on the top hat, and then he shows up in your bedroom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Rita. <laughs> That's what I was trying not to say. 
<laughs> well, <clears throat> it has been very difficult. Uh, now we're talking about cruises and how they are floating petri dishes, <coughs> as Rita says. <coughs> but uh, they try to be very, very uh, clean, and it, they, they do their very best to uh, keep people from getting sick on the boat. But it is very difficult. Well, it's a closed uh, environment. I mean, <coughs> it's really easy for something to happen. And as the someone who's with stomach filthy. problems, yeah, I just yeah. <coughs> I there's I I I like the idea of it. Like I said, the Disney cruise ships are gorgeous. They're absolutely beautiful. But I don't know, being trapped with people for that long. <laughs> with with the, with the pandemic going on, e even after they started cruising again, yeah. it's been kind of dicey, and I get yeah. that. But uh, Previous to that, I thought they were uh, very safe as long as you're regularly washing your hands like they tell you to do um, and not licking doorknobs. <laughs> well, damn. I know. <laughs> it tastes so good. It's a vacation metal thing. <laughs> tell me what I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've had a great time. Um, I look forward to cruising again. Um, not in the near future, but eventually. <laughs> Someday. There's there's a group of steampunks who go cruising together. The steampunk cruise. Yeah, uh, I've, yeah I've heard of we we went on one and uh, it was awesome getting to meet uh, folks from across the country and Canada uh, <clears throat> and dressing ridiculous together. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. I would I would not uh, want to give up any of that experience. I'm yeah. sorry, Jack, that you had a lousy experience. I don't I don't know what happened to you. Me? Oh, well, no, I, I was just in Argentina, and I was able to almost sell my sister. Not <laughs> even Argentina. It was uh, Belize, actually. That's, Do you want to fade that up a little bit? No, <laughs> I literally got off the boat because we didn't actually have any tours at that one. We were just like, we're going to look at this tiny little town. And before, this little town hadn't actually, it, it was just started as like a port. So it was just flooded with people that would just like rush in on you. And there was like nothing um. going on. If you weren't going to like see the pyramids or anything like that, and um, like Grandpa took us, and Emily was like my my little sister. She's three years younger than I am, so she was like fourteen. And uh, so like we walk off the boat, and there's two guys with assault rifles on either side of the uh, the, the the gated fence to get on and off the boat. That's the security. So we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, whatever. This is America now. Um, <laughs> we're used to that already. But uh, so immediately rolled up next to this you know, this guy who was just leaning up against a tree going, hey, man, how much do you pay for your girlfriend? How much, how much <laughs> do you pay for your girlfriend? I'll pay good money. Did you try and to sell her? Just looked at each other. We're just like, nope. We were back up in the boat. We're like, we're just not getting off here today. <laughs> I thought I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. I, I love Belize. We both love Belize. Uh, let, let me... Uh... <laughs> Let me talk about this experience with you. Uh, it sounds like this was quite a long time ago that you yeah. took this cruise. And uh, I, I understand that there's, once you get off the uh, the ship, like the salespeople, the, the, the merchants all like crowd you and, and get chicken, Mr. Chicken, like that. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. There was so much uh, <clears throat> negative feedback that uh, Belize passed laws that you're not allowed to harass the tourists anymore and it's it's very uh strongly enforced i've been uh, on very... a couple cruises since then it was just that one was an, an interesting <laughs> experience to go on um 
I mean, you didn't try to sell her, though. My brother would have been like, how much? (laughs) You know, we just turned around before we had any before any thoughts went through our minds on that one. Uh, But I did have a guy uh, with long dreads tell us that he was a doctor. If we were feeling ill, he -hmm. could get something that would help us. And then he asked Erica if she had a boyfriend or if she was looking for one. (laughs) (laughs) What did she say? (laughs) What did you say? <laughs> no, never. No, 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 no. I got a boyfriend. He's right here. But that was not near the touristy areas. We were like there for a week and we were cruising out to the island. Uh, <laughs> and we were just having a good time. I, I, there was never a time where I didn't feel safe there. Um, they're just, uh, they've got a real sense of humor. His wife. <laughs> Um, my grandfather, I'm going to say this again. My grandfather, he came from working in, at Amico or BP Amico as they got things. He worked for them for like 40 years of his life. So he retired basically when I was a baby, but he just, he wanted to go on a cruise every now and then. And if his girlfriend wasn't around to go, he'd be like, when's your school in Frank? I'm like, all right. Well, um, gee, I, I, I you know, de- uh, grandpa, uh, like, you know, May 12th. It's my last test. All right. He'd set it up. All right. You're flying out that day. Like what time? It was literally like, like my test, my final is like at 11. I'm flying out at 12. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks grandpa. Okay. But usually what happened with that was, um, was like, uh, like San Angelo, Texas is a tiny place. So literally I could like take my test in 30 minutes, get in my car and mad dash the 20 minutes to the airport. And literally, like, check in and get on the airplane in, like, a three-minute time period. Because only 50 people are going on this airplane. <laughs> so, but, uh, so I've, I've been in a couple places. And I'll admit, my favorite places to go was, like, Alaska. That one's a great one. Um, then you kind of have to be on a boat for a lot of that one. Because they don't really have the greatest interstate for random unknown reasons. They don't have an interstate at <laughs> all. They do. They have, at least when I was there, they had 90 miles of it. And it was all under construction. <laughs> Okay, here's what I want to know. <clears throat> Facts. How much is Big Cruise paying you to shill for them? <laughs> Honestly, I'm just telling you my experience. The cruise industrial had. complex. <laughs> like, have, do you think? Do you think I'd have literally a sheet hanging up behind me if this was the case? And a no, I said Facts. How much is How much is Facts getting paid to shill? Hey, man, I I've got some stock. <laughs> it's not doing so well. I gotta pump it up a little bit. <clears throat> and Jack knows what it's about. And you would have gotten you gotten five hundred eight now because you know preferred. He's stock. packing his bag for his next cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've had this conversation about AFZ and all that fun stuff. <laughs> oh, oh! I mean, there's no steampunk st- stock, so we don't have a way of- <laughs> yet. Unless you invest in CC's pizza. <laughs> Shoot. Well, they declare a marketing campaign. <laughs> they declared bankruptcy a few years ago and bought by some. I mean, that's that's, that's how you want to do it. You you take all the money, you declare bankruptcy, and they pay you more money, and you get out scot free because you gave every all your debt away. It's perfect. Golden parachutes, baby. I want a yeah, parachute. um, you might want to delete this recording as soon as it's done. <laughs> no, it's completely legal. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. But if I, I want to do subpoenaed. it, they'd call it arson. I know nothing. <laughs> so we're getting up on an hour here. Yes. I want to go over some uh, 
some upcoming events on the calendar before we uh, end the uh, transmission tonight. Um, as I mentioned two weeks ago, Big River Steampunk Festival is now a week away. So if you're able to get up to Missouri, Missouri. Big River Steampunk Festival is one of the big national events, I think. I've never been, and I'm not going in a week, but I want to. People who are usually there. Uh, Airship. Oh. Isabella? No. Airship um, Ashanti? Uh, Metal Rose, I think, is part of that one. I don't know that one. Uh, we mm. did a box on them a while back, and uh, it's been a while since I talked to them. Hit me up if you hear this. I talk box stuff again. Uh, Say in Japan is the same weekend. It's uh, second through fourth. So if you're going to see some anime. Um, and then two weeks from then, one, two, FinCon. 10, 15, 18. 10, FinCon 18 is uh, the 16th. Oh, also, Museum Day <clears throat> is uh, September 17th. No matter where you are, uh, you can get free tickets to your local museum. Uh, just call them in advance, say, of you participating in the Museum Day, and you can get free tickets to check out your, your local museums, which, in my opinion, is a great place to dress up in steampunk. <clears throat> yes. Why not? That's fun. Yeah? <laughs> sure. Museum are we going to go to, Thax? Uh, all of them. All, all the museums. Museum of the Weird. Austin area. Museum of the Weird is in Austin. I wonder if they give free tickets. <laughs> Did you know there's a zoo in the Bastrop Cedar Park area and Cedar Creek area? Apparently we have otters. <laughs> it's on the po it's on the billboard. It says come feed the otters. And I'm like, that is the best selling point I've ever heard. You know what? That's what I need to do. I just need to buy a billboard that says buy steam chest for the otters. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> Only if I could afford a billboard. <laughs> Uh, the end of next month, uh, Vernardo's Circus is coming to town, nice. uh, which is pretty cool. They're going to be here for like two weeks straight. Uh, so if you're interested in a, a, a small, independent, no uh, animal-free circus, Vernardo's Circus is going to be here. I think it's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> Plano Balloon Festival is end of September. And up in Dallas, the Ocularium, a gathering of villains is going down at the Hotel Indigo, which is a uh, sort of a LARP uh, experience that, that's being put together. It's very posh. Uh, there are a limited number of tickets, so you need to uh, check them out at uh, madravenproductions.net slash the ocularium. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just wanted to uh, Quick, go through a few of those before we sign off. Um, you guys know of anything else cool happening in the next uh, month or so? Fall? More rain? Hopefully. Hopefully autumn happens. I want an autumn. I, <laughs> I mean, everything's already dead, so it's not like we have to wait for the leaves to turn brown. It's actually really green here all of a sudden. Like, everything that was dead, just like this Pop morning, looked like I was driving through some place that brews really dark beer in, like, North England. It was so foggy, and everything was, like, blindingly green. It was strange. Aww. Nature That's is healing. <laughs> All the black spots where uh, grass fires have happened in the last few weeks yeah, now have little green, like a little, little green sprouts coming up. Yeah, we're growing. <sighs> All righty. On that note, <laughs> Texas Team Book uh, Connection is brought to you in part by FairTreasures.com. 
Fair Treasures has a selection of Texas-made female-presenting costumes and accessories for Renaissance fairs and steampunk wear. Also one-of-a-kind jewelry and alchemy jewelry imported from England. And you can shop Fair Treasures at www.fairtreasures.com. That's F-A-I-R-E, treasures. Or they're on Etsy. Um, we'd also like to thank our individual Patreons, Jenny and Ryan Shaver, and Rita and Lawrence Allen for helping us out and uh, helping us uh, keep the lights on on our podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection. Uh, you can email us at TexasSteepOneConnection at gmail.com. Our podcast, uh, if you prefer to listen to us, is TexasSteepOneConnection.podbean.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at TXSteamConnect1 and uh, YouTube and Rumble through the Steam Chest subscription box when Jack gets a chance to uh, post things there. <coughs> and as usual, our music is brought to you by zapsplat.com <laughs> Facebook is going to cut the music out again because they they don't think we own it but zapsplat.com has got our backs so yeah <laughs> uh, is there anything else uh, you guys uh, would like to make sure to add before we sign off tonight? Here's the cooler weather Ugh, Seriously <laughs> Don't drown Yeah we're doing our best. And thanks for everybody who's joined us tonight. Uh, Matt, Rita, and Lawrence, of course. Uh, Kitty, I see you there. Uh, thanks, everybody. It's always good to see your your comments and allows us to interact with you. Anyway, until two weeks from today, mind your gauges. Mind your gauges. <laughs>